What is up, everybody? It is Zach from App Premier Soccer Investing coming at you with another Slap Socks FC YouTube video. Let's get into it. Starting off, this is being recorded on Saturday, April 3rd. And the big news that happened today, literally about 40 minutes before I started recording this, is the about $250,000 sale of the 2019 Topps Chrome Bundesliga Erling Holland Red Refractor numbered 4 out of 10. It's PSA 10. And it was bought by the seller of the $4.6 million Luca NT Logoman uh, 101. And this really shows like the high-end, high-end basketball and high-end card people are finally starting to recognize the potential in soccer cards and that money is shifting. And this is just going to continue to grow and grow both at the ultra high end level like this card and then at the more obtainable level for most people who are in the soccer card space. But yeah, it's coming. It's growing. Next, uh, I want to give a we're going to do a Champions League preview and then a rundown of the title races in Europe's top five leagues. So this week, the Champions League quarterfinals are happening. First legs, we have Madrid, Liverpool, City, Dortmund, Bayern, PSG, and Porto, Chelsea. A couple key things. In the Madrid-Liverpool game, Sergio Ramos is going to be out. He's not fit. So advantage Liverpool there and they might have started to turn a quarter in their form with their 3-0 win against Arsenal today. City plays Dortmund. Dortmund's been struggling. Lost again in the league to Frankfurt today. And City's been looking amazing. I expect City to go through there. And the biggest injury news of them all, Bayern PSG, Lewandowski will be out both legs. And Neymar is back. So, it's look, it's shaping up well for PSG at this point. And then Porto Chelsea... Pulisic, people don't know whether he'll be fit or not. He picked up a hamstring thing today, but I expect Chelsea to go through. So I still think without Ramos, Madrid has enough to beat Liverpool. So I'm going to be picking Madrid, City, PSG, and Chelsea. Next, Premier League title race update. So as you can see, City, City has it locked up. They're blowing everybody out of the water. Where the entry comes in the Premier League right now is in the top four race, where you have United and Leicester are relatively safe. So I'm going to say you have one Chelsea, two Liverpool, three West Ham, four Tottenham, and five Everton. Five teams really competing for that one spot for fourth place. And following Chelsea's loss tomorrow, uh, today to West Brom, Tottenham and West Ham can both move into fourth with wins in their next matches. So that race is really heating up. It's going to probably go down the stretch. Next, the French League. Huge result in the French League today. Lille beat PSG 1-0. So Tim Weah, Jonathan David, and company now are top of the League 1, sitting on 66 points. PSG at 63. Seven games left in that season, so they don't have it locked up yet but they're now in pole position. And if they win out the rest of the way, they're going to be League One champions. And uh, in the Bundesliga, a huge result today for Bayern to really put them in firm control of the title race. They beat Leipzig 1-0, pushing them seven points above them. And then look at the other intriguing thing about this is look at Dortmund down 
seven points off the Champions League right now. And if they don't make Champions League, it is very unlikely that they keep Erling Haaland. Even if they do, he's probably still going to leave. But if they don't make Champions League, there's almost no chance he stays. And then in the Italian League, Inter, with a game in hand, is eight points up in the Scudetto race, being led in part by this man, Romelu Lukaku. Zlatan and AC Milan have fallen off a little bit in the last couple months. And then Juventus right now is really in a battle to make the Champions League for next year uh, with Napoli, with Lazio, with Roma. And so that'll be interesting to follow down the stretch because who can imagine Cristiano Ronaldo not playing in a Champions League and Juventus as a club not playing in the Champions League. And then the last, and this is the best title race left, in my opinion, La Liga. You have Madrid, Atletico at 66 with a, up top with a game in hand on Real Madrid. So the three points up with a game in hand. But Barca sitting on the same amount of games as Atletico, and they've played one game less than Madrid too. And it's really looking to be a three-horse race down the stretch, and that's going to be really fun to see how that shakes up. And that that's the best title race left for sure. Now uh, time for some mailbag. This is a really interesting question. So what are some overlooked soccer legends? There are so many. A lot of the main, like a lot of the great vintage players of our, uh, have not gotten their due yet in the hobby. So I would say, like any of the greats from like before Pele times, are goodbyes, and even during Pele's playing days, not him. Maybe he's probably goodbye still too. But like the players he played against, first guy picked Franz Beckenbauer. Arguably the greatest defender of all time. He won multiple Ballon d'Ors. And while he has started to see some hobby love, particularly in this 1965 Bergman card, this is his rookie card, it's still not at the level you would think for a player of his stature, especially when you look at like a comparable basketball player like a Jerry West or someone like that and the amount of value their cards carry versus his. The second one I picked is Frank Puskas who was part of the Magical Magyars of Hungary and what was considered by many to be the greatest team to never win a World Cup. They were the authors of one of the most famous results in football's history when they went to Wembley and beat England 8-3. to And he was the best player on that team. The Puskas Award is named after him, and he's definitely one of the game's most legendary players. This is his rookie card, and this is a gorgeous card. The colors just really pop on it. It reminds me almost of the 1952 Topps Mickey Mantle. It's the same style fart with him, like look gazing off. And then what some before Cristiano Ronaldo and some still consider to be Real Madrid's greatest ever player, Alfredo De, De Stefano. His stuff is super hard to find in a PSA slab, super rare, but he's really not talked about just like vintage as a whole is not really talked about in like the main soccer card sections on social media. And just in general, people are focused on modern, but as the market matures, these, I would say are pretty safe buys and people who will go up over time due to the rarity, how legendary they are as players and just the overall growth as people start to look towards vintage is a viable option. Next. 
Thoughts on Topps Now cards as investments over traditional sets? So here's the thing about Topps Now cards. You can definitely make money off them. But in general, I'd rather have the more traditional card unless it's something like this. This is the first Topps Now Holland. As you can see, he's in the Salzburg kit. There was only a print round of 178. So these are super, super rare. And these sell for tons of money whenever they do hit the market, which is not often. So this could be a all good alternative option for Holland, but like for someone like Mukoko with this print run of over 40,000 first first tops now rookie, even if like his tops Chrome Champions League base has a similar print run, which who knows, we'll see. I would still rather have that because that is the more recognized iconic brand and it's like a brand tops chrome as a brand or like a first prism or any of that type of stuff carries more value than tops now even though there is money to be made in tops now but over traditional cards i would pick traditional cards over tops now what is tops chrome sapphire's print run it's low supposedly i can't confirm this but the print run is about 3,000 base per player, which is super, super low in the grand scheme of cards when you see over 15,000 Luka base PSA 10s. That means even if every PSA 10 Holland or PSA 10, even if every Sapphire Holland or Sapphire Fati was a PSA 10, it would only be 20% of the amount of Luka base PSA 10s yet. They sell for somewhat similar amounts. So that's just an interesting thing about why like soccer is such, I think, a good investment right now in a player like Holland or Fati. When do we start to see players like Suarez, Kane, and Lewandowski get hobby love? So Lewandowski had hobby love when Bayern won the Champions League and then it kind of dissipated, but there's he still gets some love. Kane and Suarez especially Kane, really get zero love. Though Suarez, I don't really see that changing. Maybe if Uruguay were to win the Copa America, and then probably on, upon his like retirement, his cards would spike. But Kane is interesting because for a few reasons. A, he's the captain of England, and if you believe in their ability to go far in the coming international tournaments in the Euro this summer, in the 2022 World Cup, he's going to rise in price and he's going to start to get love as England goes far, farther and farther in the ter these tournaments. The second thing about Kane is he's been linked to a transfer away from Tottenham. And if he were to leave Tottenham, it would be to a team like City or Barca or Real Madrid. And that would definitely cause an increase in his cards because he would be consistently in contention for trophies, which... Kills me to say as a Tottenham fan, but we're really not in that position at the moment. But yeah, that's what—that's how I would see them getting love. Thoughts on women's soccer? Do you think players like Sam Mewis will see a rise like Hammond Morgan of women's soccer? Love the U.S. women's national team. Really excited to watch them in the Olympics this summer. Hopefully, we win it. Um, but so Sam Mewis definitely saw. A price jump and a huge increase in sales after ESPN released their top 50 women's players in the game, and she was ranked number one by them. 
But to really see a rise into the prices that a player like Mia Hammer and Alex Morgan command, arguably the two greatest American women soccer players ever, or even American soccer players, period, she needs to have the trophies with the national team. So, like, a gold medal this summer and then a World Cup down the road with hers, like, the star, that's where you'll see that rise. If if she doesn't achieve that, it's hard for her prices to rise to a level like Ham and Morgan because they would both have that over her. But it's very possible. So, not definitely not a bad play at all if you're buying Sam Mewis cards. Is a purple carbon fiber hauling Worth getting graded with today's grading prices. So, as we all know, PSA slammed the door shut on almost all levels of submitting to them, except for the $300 Super Express and $600 walkthrough. And they had to do it. It is what it is. They had an over 10 million card backlog, according to lots of people. So, and that had to be worked through eventually. But with that being said, yes, this card, if you, if you like pull it, pack, pull it out of a, Packer, you buy a really clean copy raw, which is going for about 600 You pay the $300 to get it graded by PSA. It comes back to nine. A nine, you're making money. And then if a BGS 9.5 sold for $4,000, and this is before this huge Holland sale that happened today, so we're going to see probably a little bit of a spike there. It means a PSA 10 of that right now is probably worth like $5,000. So if you you pay 600 raw, 300 graded, you're turning 900 into $5,000. So it's worth getting graded with today's pricing, but you have to be really confident that the copy you're getting graded is clean and will grade at a nine or a 10. Otherwise, I would hold off on grading until you can grade at a lower level. What will the market be like this summer compared to now? A lot, a lot, a lot hotter for a few reasons. Transfer window hype especially with the big names that could be on the move, like a Kane, a Holland, and an Mbappe. You have the Euros, and you have the Copa America, and you have the Olympics. Plus, you have the huge card shows this summer. There's Dallas, and then there's the National, and I feel like soccer is going to be gaining a lot of momentum at that point. And we have the Champions League final at the end of May, too. So the market's going to be hot this summer. It's going to be it's going to be high. Like We've seen big increases in the last few months, it's only going to continue to rise for the summer. And then we might see a little bit of a pullback in the fall. But this summer, the market's going to be very high. What do you think of low PSA grade long-term on the likes of 90 stars like R9? Love it. Great play. I mean, you look you look at his high-grade stuff, like the BGS 9.5, $16,000. A PSA 6 of his lesser sticker, the Super Calcio, which is carries less value. $792. And then you see these are the low grade stuff a BGS4, a BGS 3.5, a BGS4. All sales this past month in March $600, $625, $625. These type of stickers, especially with a guy like Ronaldo, how legendary of a player he was, low pop, tough to grade. That pop won't really increase much more either. And yeah, this is the type of stuff that goes up pretty steadily over time. Very safe investment. I like I like the play for sure. What do you think about Jao Felix Tops Chrome UCL PSA 10? They're trending at around 600-ish per. And it's a decent play. But well, what would cause a price increase for him is Atletico winning the 
La Liga, I think, would help his card prices, which is very possible. And then Portugal going on a deep run in the Euros with him as a focal point of that also. So if you believe in one of those two things happening, then, yeah, Holland's or Jao Felix is a good buy. But if not, there's other people out there who are good buys too. Last question, true or false, 2020-21 top scrum UCL will be even deeper than 1920. It will be a lot deeper. So 1920 had the high-end, high-end star power of Holland and Fatih. But 2021, it might have guys that can turn into that, Like, but it has a very, very deep class. It has Jamal Musiala, a 17-year-old who's playing cam for Bayern Munich. You have Curtis Jones at Liverpool. Um, Eduardo Camavinga already starting for the French national team at 18 over at Rennes. You've Jude Bellingham starting for uh, Dortmund as an 18-year-old in the midfield. Yusofa Mukoko, 16-year-old playing for Dortmund. Uh, Ryan Cherky, Conrad De La Fuente, Pedri and Trincao at Barca. Especially Pedri looks like a future star. Lacina Traore and Ryan Gravenberch at Ajax. This this rookie class will be absolutely stacked, stacked with great, great rookies with tons of potential. So, yeah, it'll be a lot deeper than 1920. That's the mailbag for this week. And with that, that's going to do it. Thank you all for watching. Like, comment, subscribe. DM me with what you want to see in these videos moving forward. Thanks for watching and peace.